that's, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. <laughs> All right. Good, good evening, Dennis. Good evening, Eric. How are you doing? How are you? I'm, I'm just ready for a happy hour. Well, welcome to happyhour.fm, your number one source for happy hour hijinks. Here we are. Yes, yes, yes. What, what is your religion like? Uh, you've I don't through... have any religion, yeah. per se. I was raised a Catholic yeah. and then left the Catholic faith altogether and was agnostic. Mm-hmm. And then um, ended up going back to church, Unitarian, Presbyterian, back to Catholic, mm-hmm. and then back to nothing. And I'm now firm in my belief that I don't know what the fuck to believe. Amen. And <laughs> but this is odd. I do believe in something. Right. No. This that, is what I, and, and so so I, what I try to when people do ask me this question, I say I'm I'm more spiritual than I am religious. That's a common and out yep. in the spirituality, you know, I mean part of me is like too busy. <laughs> right? Right. I mean when I get existential it weirds me out. I mean, I was driving the other day, got existential, and, and I think an airplane went overhead. When an airplane goes overhead for me, something happens to me sometimes because I've always imagined since I was a little boy that when an airplane went overhead that I was in the airplane looking down at a little boy that was looking up at an airplane. Freaky. But was in the airplane. Look, Mommy, there's no plane up in the sky. Right? Yeah, there's yeah. There's like 12 beers lined up next to each other. So an airplane went over, and I was thinking, wow, I'm in this truck, I'm in this car, and, right. and thinking about pictures until, am, right? Right. Am I'm I down thinking, here, or am I observing myself from I'm above? Thinking, or? What, 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 what is this? Yeah. This little speck yep. of what's happening in this. And you know what? It was the day that they found the, uh, took a picture of the black hole. Yep. That was the day that the airplane went out, and it flipped me into a little, whoa, 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 yeah, yeah, until yeah. I was like, looking at the earth and then this little speck in the universe and a black hole. And why didn't the camera guy get sucked into the hole was my question. I just, yeah, we're, we're somebody's out there in a kit with a camera taking a picture. Why did he get sucked in? Yeah. We're, we're also uh, focused on our, on our day to day stuff that it's, it's so easy to forget the, the big picture, the, my very, very, very favorite piece of, it's really prose, but it's really quite poetic, is um, Carl Sagan's Pale Blue Dot. Are you familiar with uh, that? Where, no, Carl Sagan. Uh, yeah, so uh, he wrote a whole book, but there's this one passage that um, he's, he's, he's recorded uh, his, his voice uh, reading it. But it is just the most beautiful thing. Because So what happened was they sent this, um, they sent, uh, it was one of the Voyagers, uh, that um, you know this thing that they just sent out into space, and yeah. and on its way out of the solar system, it stopped by a couple of planets to take close-up pictures that we've never had such close-up pictures, and it beamed them all back and stuff. And there was at one point, um, it was turned back, looking at Earth, like I don't know if it was like through Saturn's rings or something, but you could see this little tiny speck of light, uh, and and they 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 called that photo the pale blue dot. And ah. and he wrote he wrote this thing about how every bit of life that we know exists has has lived its life on that little speck of, of dust that we can see in this picture, and every 
everyone that's ever fallen in love and every brutal dictator and everyone, uh, you know, all the all the the best and the worst of humanity has all taken place on this little tiny dot there that is just nothing in the big in the grand scheme of things. And it's just such a humbling, humbling yeah, uh, yeah. thing to, you know, we're all we're all the time fighting over who controls this little piece of land over there and killing each other. And f- and when you put it in that perspective, it uh, it's kind of right, it's kind of wild. Right. Well, and you know the the whole existential thing is, you know, when you get caught up in it. I mean, if you're prone to depression, I think existential anxiety will 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 push you there because at the end of the day, if you're busting your butt, doing what we do to get through the day, slodging through our job, and you know whatever it takes, right? right? You're, you're all stressed all the time because you got deadlines and shit. All this stuff, and and in the grand scheme of things. It's like if you start to think about it and how little it really matters, not to us and not to our loved ones, but in the grand scheme of things, whatever whatever that is. Yeah, I mean, right. but but this much I this much I'm sure of is that one day we'll know, and it'll all make sense to us because we will have that what I would call this universal knowledge, this historical perspective, because that to me is what heaven is. It's simply awareness. It's a greater awareness of of all of the dimensions. And I would say too, that I would think the plural of dimensions was dementia. Whoa. But I don't want to say that (laughs) because if I said it, I might forget it. And then there'd be questions asked about, you know. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's pretty wild. Um, yeah. And so you asked me about, you asked me about religion. So, Spiritually, I believe that um, the common awareness of higher beings that we will become, and that... So you do subscribe to the afterlife idea? um, It's actually not an afterlife, in my view. We're living it now, simultaneous, and this is a small part of that consciousness. Whoa. So when you so when you say that not, when you say that we all will become would know the when we, the, when we the big realize, truth. Yeah, that's 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 misspoken. When we realize when this part of our consciousness that is dedicated to this world mm-hmm. is removed from this and put back to the larger whole, gotcha. we will then once again realize our higher self more completely. I don't have this all worked out, but no, that, that's fine. No, who does? Anyone that anyone that says they does that, that that they have it worked out is is full of shit. Totally proof. Yeah, right. It's right. like the NCAA tournament. It's never been a perfect bracket. I mean, right. Lord knows was that true? Michigan State didn't win. Oh, that was bad. That was a bad day. Yeah, that was a bad day. I was afraid of the. I was afraid of the post Duke win let down because they left so much on the court for that and how do you get up that high again and texas tech just was ready for that feeling from them okay michigan so- state was texas tech's duke or right michigan right T- michigan state to texas tech was like duke to michigan state if they were so. up for it like we were up for duke okay so speaking 
back to thing, back to things that don't matter in the grand scheme of things. Um, the like NCAA tournament. <laughs> There's there's this phenomenon uh, that astronauts have going back to our previous uh, mention of my astronaut mm, semi acquaintance uh, that when you go up when you go up there and look at the Earth and see the Earth as what it is as a big rock and there are no borders and there are no right. uh, there's none of that stuff you come back and you have this um, there's this. There's this. Uh, let's see, the Wikipedia page, page says it's a it's a cognitive shift of, in awareness reported by astronauts, ah. and uh, they say that when you come back, that astronauts they go up go up there. Uh, certainly, the people that went to the moon, but you come back down and you're and you have this different sense about what is important in world conflicts and uh. and stuff and how why are we fighting over petty shit when we're all we're all one species on this on this planet. Um, was it Bertrand Russell, I think, called it Spaceship Earth, where we're all on this thing that's flying through space, so we should get along. But anyway, uh, it was just announced this uh, this week that uh, my astronaut's mm, classmate, uh, she was going to be up there for six months, but she got bumped up to almost a year, uh, wow. 300 and some days, uh, because what a, they were looking what a for... World. And they And one of the things that they really want to uh, want to investigate is what's zero gravity or microgravity technically uh, what that does to the human body because ultimately we want to know how we're going to get to mars and to get to mars you've got to be like three years in the damn spacecraft with people uh and try not to kill each other so that's right sorry for nerding out so much on the space stuff but there's another there's a uh uh, they've done these experiments that they really sound a lot like um, like some sort of uh, reality TV show uh, where they've they, to, because they, one of the problems of being three years with a group with a team of people in a tiny capsule and then being in a in a little shelter on Mars where you can't live and you have to all live together is just the psychology of living with other people because yeah. Lord knows how difficult it is to live with other people. Uh, you know, I never really right. got along with any of my roommates uh, until my wife. All that well, right. <laughs> right. right. So, right. so it's and a, even that has its moments, right? I mean, for sure. It's tough enough with somebody that you're madly in love with, let alone people that maybe don't like them all that much. Pretty small. Yes, exactly. So this is a, uh, so they've, they've done these experiments where they say, all right, we need volunteers and we're going to pick and choose personalities that we think are going to mesh well. And we're going to, uh-huh. and we're going to uh, put you in a in a place that we're that we're monitoring, uh, and these are the rules: you can't go out of the out of the habitat without without your suit on, and you can't and you can't do this, and you have to work on these experiments and see how that goes. And they've done several of these. Uh, one of them was turned into a podcast, which I can't remember the name of, but I will put in the show notes when I figure it out. Uh, where they where they went and they followed along with these people, and how you know it's very much like a like a Big Brother sort of. Uh, 
reality TV show where there's all this conflict and like Tonto said something about 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 me and what and and I don't like I don't like him anymore and uh, right. and two people start you know having sex and there's another and then they break up and then uh, just what's life in a tiny tiny tight knit right. tribe like that is and right. you know obviously we came from tight knit tribes like that where we all lived together and didn't really talk to anyone other than twenty people or whatever but uh, that's going to be a big thing in space travel. So anyway, we can talk yeah. about something else if you want. No, no, that's it's astounding. So your your friend who you went to school with is uh, an astronaut. Yeah, she she's she. I wouldn't call her a friend, but we did go to the same school and step on the same floors and stuff. Uh, yeah, right. both in high school and college. You didn't hang out. You didn't hang out with it. I'm you know her. I'm sure I'm sure we locked. I'm sure we locked eyes. I'm sure we met eye contact at some point, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah. What's her name? Christina Koch, I think is the way you say her name. And that might be her Koch. married name. Before it was Christina, yeah. something else. But anyway. Right. So she's uh, flying around up above us. Right. They go around every so, every 90 minutes. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Man. What kind of a job is that? I mean, you think about the work we do. and Wow. I mean, what's that like? I know. We're like, <laughs> we're like stuck to the floor and shit. Right. <laughs> 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 right. Do they drink when they're out there? When they're out there? Pretty sure that's for, that's forbidden. Wine? Like wine at happy hour? And well, bars? I mean, it's got to be. It's impossible to imagine. Okay, so water is a scarce resource, and they and they have to recycle their own piss to drink again, right? So, yeah. so you would need like powder wine that you would like mix up with uh, with some water, some, with some piss water that you would then drink. Just so. take a bottle of scotch with you. That's all. I don't get it. How hard is it? I, I take an airplane cross country. I take a bottle of scotch. What's the difference? Just put it in your luggage. Yeah. Just put it in your suitcase. It turns out Just like put it in your travel. Kit. It turns out like every gram that they take up there is, uh, you know, five hundred dollars or whatever of fuel. So. Oh, I see. It's a little bit more expensive well, than your scotch. Well, well, I don't know. It's pretty good scotch. Well, you do drink the pretty fine good stuff. Scotch. It's. Uh, I found this. I don't know where. I, I might have told you. Where I found it, but now I can't remember. And the reason I can't remember is because it's almost all gone already. <laughs> and that's tribute. It's 10 years old, Glimmerangy. Mm-hmm. So my house is coming along. I will tell you that. I, we're, we're, we're moving in, and all the contractors are there, and everything is kind of going according to schedule. And I have existential anxiety. I mean, it's like, it's going well. It's going well. It's going well. What's going to go wrong? What's going to go wrong? Because everything so far, right? Been pretty good, pretty good. But what an undertaking! I'm glad I'm not working because I barely have time. So everything was okay when you were in Louisiana. That was just sort of on pause, or no? It was. Yeah, it was. No, it was good. Um, it was good in the in. We were there for the festival, the French Quarter Festival, which was you know a full four days, a very full four days at the end of a two week trip. But in the uh, 10 days before that, I worked six days. So it was either a full day of work or a half day of work and a couple of drives out of town that were, mm-hmm. one was a 12-hour day. So it wasn't exactly, it wasn't that much of a vacation. Part of the challenge was because we booked this before we bought this house, I really didn't much want to be on vacation. I wanted to be right. here moving into my new house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was a struggle to have nothing to do there but whatever I wanted to do. Played a lot of music and 
listen to some fantastic music all over. There were 24 stages set. Music started at 11, ended at 7 for the most part. 24 stages scattered all through the city, all within a mile and a half maybe of each other. Wow. And uh, 700,000 people That's a couple descended, and the weather was great. It rained once. Uh, but man, what a lot of music. But but to have that kind of leisure. Right. In, in the middle of. Back here is an entire house that has to be moved out of and a house that has to be completely renovated for it. It was a little maddening. Yeah, it, it'd be nice to finish your project and then go party, yeah. but not party in the well, middle you of your do project. That. You typically do that, or I do that. If I've got a vacation coming up, my workload increases to the max leading up to that vacation. Yeah. Under the idea, I don't want anything to be on my mind. Right. Get rid of this, get rid of that thing, and be caught up. Don't be nagging with some work-related uh, thing that, that, that you know, you don't... Uh, you don't really need to, to worry about. I, I always um, I always have the I always have the sensation where uh, my where I, my vacation is coming up and I so I there's this thing that really needs to get done before Eric goes on vacation and so I work and work and work and work and I work and work and work and uh, just barely get it done and I'm like phew finally I you know I got this done great and then I go on vacation for a week or two and I come back and no one has actually looked at or used Open the thing it. that I that I that I fucking right. worked on for all that time. Right. It's like right. come on guys, you know. So, <laughs> so so often so often the the thing that is due yesterday because uh we need this done right now and then you finish it and then it passes on to the next right. per- onto the under the under the big pile of shit that is on the next person's desk and it takes them right. a long time to get to get all the way down to it and uh Anyway, that's adult life. Yeah, right. It's too bad. It's too bad we have to worry about all this stuff. I, we take care of our little grandbaby, and what a wonderful... She's just about two years old, and uh, she has no cares. Oh, uh, yeah. She has her... You know, she has her, she has her life, and here in this big house, she has the run of, like, four rooms. Right. That... Uh, my wife has got different toys and games and painting and all this stuff. All, and she'll come into a room in the morning, and she'll stand on her tippy toes a little bit, and she'll walk around in a circle thinking about what does she want to do yeah. first. And she put her, she'll put her finger up to her lips like, hmm, what do I want to do? And then she'll go to something, and then she'll sit, and she'll look up at one of us or both of us, depending on who's there, and she'll pat the rug next to her. Yeah, come sit down. She with wants me. us to sit and watch her, right? Do this thing, and, and this is her life, every day, all day. And it's like, how long can we preserve this for this yeah. child with... before she has to face any anxiety? I mean, she's got anxiety. Any yeah. living creatures have anxiety, but not. Yeah, her her anxieties are, are about like, where is the green paint? I... <laughs> you know, or or. I poop my pants and I don't want to admit it because I'm really having a good time. Right, painting. that too. Yeah, yeah. That that whole uh, waking up in the morning and being like, hmm, which of these luxuries shall I partake of today? Uh, yeah, it's like, like, like royalty, really. Well, well, and so what about that? I mean, you think about you know folks that are fabulously wealthy, right? And right. so here we are. I don't know about you. Here I am. I got. Finances is a big, it's a constant uh, concern 
want to say it's a struggle so much is it's just something you deal with every day, every year, sure. making money, pay the bills and do this stuff. And we're not wealthy, but, you know, but if you're wealthy, I had a buddy of mine who was a multimillionaire and became very close with him. And uh, we were talking about this very thing. And I said, yeah, what do you worry about? Because I worry about shit that you ain't going to worry about. Wait, hold on. I, I know. know the answer. It's the same fucking but, shit. It's, it's, it's money and relationships and uh, can we, did we, did we make a half a million today or did we lose a half a million today? Let me tell you, you're close on that, but let me tell you what he said and I'll never forget it. He said, I worry every day about the people who are stealing my money. Fucking prick. Yeah. Because he said everybody is stealing his money or trying to. Yeah, he's, you know he's doing a lot of businesses, and everybody's trying to get at his money. Right, and he's got to constantly not get ripped off, not for penny or for a dollar, for maybe a hundred thousand. I don't know what the, sure. doesn't much matter. Yeah. It's a point of principle in the first place. It's not any different. Yeah, with what I got to do, except I'm dealing with uh, a guy who wants to do my vent work and wants to charge me seven grand. It's like seven thousand dollars. I'm like seven thousand, dude. <laughs> the whole. Central Air only cost me thirty five. You know, <laughs> he, yeah. said, he says. He says. He says. Uh, uh, no, I don't think you want to use this for this. <laughs> I'm thinking you're a great salesman. I'll be in touch. <laughs> yeah, but that's you know that's that's our scheme. Well, seven thousand, seven million. Same thing. All right. Well, it's, all, it's all relative, and there's and we all we have stress is there. We all have this idea. We're all taught that society teaches us that. If you get rich, your problems are all solved. And that is totally not the case. It's, just, it's like it's like uh, it's like how a when a two year old turns into a an eight year old, it's just different problems. <laughs> they're, you know, they're 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 still miserable well, the, because the human right, the human fucking the condition is is being miserable and stressed out right. about uh, right. about stuff. Right. And if we aren't, then we seek it out. But anyway, continue. Well, consider two continuums, time continuum and a stress continuum. I'm there. So everybody shares the same time continuum. So wealthy, rich, poor, whatever. It's the same time continuum. So we're on even Steven. Well, it depends on how fast you're moving. So now, what, what do you mean? Whether you're in outer space or not? No, if you move faster, the time slows down. <laughs> You've got to move really fast for time to slow down. Well, that's true, but I'm, I'm just saying. Well, faster than what you can move. I'm not fast Superhero. enough. No, yeah. Wait, no. One, hold on. Before we, I want to get back to this, but one of my favorite ever uh, problems in my physics class uh, was uh, how fast you have to drive for a red light to look like a green light. And this is because uh, of the Doppler effect. If you're moving, if you move, if if something's coming to you fast enough, the wavelength of light of light uh, gets compressed, and so for a red light will eventually look like a green light. If you if you yeah, I know the, the time, uh, eight hundred thirty thousand miles an hour. Yeah, the answer is too fucking fast to to care. But it's a cool question. Anyway, the same the same uh, question that the um, that the rich people have, the same problems. Oh. Go back to that. Time continuum. Time continuum Even and Steven. stress continuum. Stress continuum. Consider stress. Uh, let's just say consider stress in a certain number of grams. And Hold the on. biggest we, stress. We should come up with a unit for stress. Uh, uh, how about a stress unit? How about a a 
How about a scream? Is that a, is that a stressful response? <laughs> How many screams? Millisreams? It's a bit. It's, it's a bit desperate. <laughs> right. It's just. Uh, how many? Uh, how many heart attacks? Oh, okay. No, no, no. That's too much. Okay. How about uh, jaw clenches? Yes. Okay. So you've got you've got jaw a certain clenches. amount of jaw clenches. There's a continuum of how many jaw clenches? Right. Well, the jaw clenches measured not in the number, but in the degree. Right. In the in the pressure. Of course. Right. A a a. Uh, what did we say it was? Jaw clench. <laughs> a jaw clench, the depth of a jaw clench. Okay. Okay, depth anyway, the... continue with your theory. We're, we got two dimensions. So, we got your time and we got your... There's only so many. The maximum jaw clench yeah. of any given stress is, is given. A, 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 a divorce, a move, right. A, 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 you know, a, right? It's given. Sure. You can measure these. You can provide standards. You can provide, right? Sure. So. Got it. If if the stress for me at seven thousand dollars is an algorithm that it takes into account, right? If you get up to seven, right, right? right? So it's a it's a seven jaw clench level, right? Well, when you do the same algorithm for the rich guy, you know what it is? It's fucking seven. Yep, same level. Right. So when I say, "How are you doing?" to this rich guy, he says, "Ah, you know, all right. How are you doing?" And I say, well, you know, all right. Well, the reason you're both just uh, all right, right, is you're both having the same problem. Exactly. <laughs> Completely different, different worlds. levels. And you but can take you can time stress continuum. And you can take it down another another order of order of magnitude. Uh, a, a poorer person that has a seventy dollar thing they have to spend is oh, right, oh, right, yeah. right up there with the seven. Uh, because well, the, it's... the guy the guy on the corners, you know, says I need seventy more cents. Right. And I could get I could get my wine. Yeah, exactly. Until I get my wine, I can't rest. And you know what? He ain't a seven. He's a fucking nine. Yeah. Oh. The human condition, man. Right? It's uh, it's it's it's, it's complicated. Well, yeah, it's meaningless. <laughs> and so, so totally children, that is that is your lesson thing. from today. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah. So speaking of speaking of rich people and divorce, do you see where uh, uh, Jeff Bezos, I, who I think is the richest man in the world, uh, just yes, got divorced so, from his wife? Even after his divorce. even after his divorce, where you know his his wife his 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 now ex wife was uh, you know she didn't want all of it, but you know she walked away with uh, twenty billion or whatever uh, because she's now the thirty third richest person. Right. In the world. Right. Exactly. Or uh, whatever. Right. And it's. Uh, by all accounts, it's that he's having an affair, and you know she's totally within her rights to kick him to the curb. But uh, yeah, and and they they were at the same stress level that any people going through a divorce are, uh, probably even more yeah. because they've got they've rather than one lawyer, they've got thirty five lawyers talking. Well, to. I don't know about more. I don't think no, that doesn't fit the theory. No, it's not more because no, because not they, more. because they know that no matter what happens, they're going to be okay. Look, here's the deal. Everything that's going on in Bezos' world is of a magnitude yeah. of a different dimension. Billions sure. and billions and billions and hundreds of lawyers. And it's like he wakes up in the morning and he takes a piss and puts on his pants, fucking same way I do. He's scratching his balls, worried about what the fuck is going to happen at his first meeting or whatever. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same. Just, just like you, you and know. me. Yeah. Well, well I, not really, but. 
the just on the time stress continuum. I mean, just just there. No, I mean, the, in other the, words, the, the most the most. In other words, it isn't better. Right. It isn't better. Sure. It's just different. I mean, and, the most... and it's a different. I'd rather have. <laughs> I'd rather have his fucking problems in mind. Yeah, well, that that's that that's is that is. I wouldn't trade my life for anything. I'm happy as a pig and shit. That's not true. I wouldn't trade my life for anything. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm blessed. The. Uh, I mean, you're doing this amazing podcast with all two of our listeners. So, I mean, well, Bezos probably doesn't even have that. One of them is your father, which wrote our only review. It named you as his son and me as his friend, which reduced his credibility to absolutely fucking nothing. And I got to be careful what I say about your dad, because if we lose him, we're down to one. We're, we're down, down to one person. We're down 50 percent. John White. Our, 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 our advertisers are going to be like, uh, so you're down to zero. Bless their heart. Yes. They, well, they're not listening. What do they know? Well, you know what? We need to reach out to... Uh, to Glenn Morgan or whoever it is that you're drinking. Uh, it's not a name. <laughs> I know it's not a person. It's a, it's a, it's a corporation. Glenn. Hey, Glenn. Everything's uh, Dennis. Yeah. Listen, man, I love you. What do you mean? You love me? I love you. You're the scotch, right? Well, I'm just, no, I'm named after. I'm, you can call I me Mr. You. you can call me Mr. Morangi, sir. <laughs> I don't just... know if I'm pronouncing it. Am I Glenn Morangi? Morangi. Sarah? Look it up, would you? You millennial. Look it up. Come on, click, click. Glenn, how do you pronounce it? I'm not a fucking Glenn millennial. Marenghi? You're not? No. How old are you? Oh, you can't tell me. I'm like, you don't know. I'm like 100. <laughs> Wait. No, that's that would, make, that would make, make me a centennial, not a millennial. Right. Right. So, anywho. Yeah, but, I mean, there's got to be... I don't know who the hell is listening to this. I mean, are they... Anywho, so where does that come from? Anywho, where does that come from? Where'd you learn that? I mean, could it be from the Grinch who stole Christmas with Cindy Lou Who? And anywho is gonna. I'm I'm, I'm stretching. I don't know. You don't know? Do you uh, know? Would well, you like to enlighten me? Should I go to Wikipedia right now and look look it up? And tell us well, that actually no, it's from no, it's no. from a Scottish. Uh, Norse. It would be your, yeah. It would be your. Uh, it would be your grandparents. It would be your grandparents. You heard that. Anywho, I mean, I he see that all, all the time. So you, you could see, uh, you could see that it came into nineteen fifties, nineteen fifty six. Was the first time in recorded history that the phrase "anywho," which by the way is still not in Webster's, it's still not there. It deserves to be. It deserves to be. So, I so I'm sorry. I, I just went to the internet. So, you you your claim was that it was first. It started in when? 1956. So on dictionary.com, the origin of anywho was first recorded in 1945 to 1950. So that's a bullseye as far as I'm concerned. Well, first concentric circle out, but I'll take it. I mean, I'll take it. And what was it? Uh, what does it say? Uh, that was just where it said it was. Now I'm now I'm on Weirium uh, Webster, uh, and and it says ch- chiefly U.S. informal and humorous. 
which is the should be the tagline of our program. But when you say it, it doesn't sound so funny. Anywho, <laughs> you say it all the time. That's that's why I wondered where, like, you might know where you heard it. Anywho, well, anywho. So so I like it. It means both like any who any any how and any way. Uh, any way you use it that way, right? Yeah. So the the William Webster site is uh, all it has is examples of who said it. You know, uh, right. Right. famous celebrity people. Well, I will do some research and put this in our show notes, which is which are available at happyhour.fm for all of you for all two of you listening. Please well, go and click. There, there, why would why would anybody? How much? What an hour of your day? Now hold, I, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You you I, think I like I like talking to you. I like talking to you. I find you very interesting, and I do it all the time. So I, with that in mind, I can see why others might want you, but they don't get to interact with you. Right. Well, there are ways to contact That's us so on our fun. website where you can you can give us <laughs> content to talk about and promote us to all your friends. Please share and subscribe. Uh, but the wow, that's your that's like your first commercial. Yes, right there. We this this episode this episode is sponsored by HappyHour.fm. <laughs> Please. Is it good? Yeah. Well, I don't know about we, all we paid that. we paid ourselves. Uh, it came out of a uh, out of out of petty cash, but um, <laughs> so the. Uh, Fuck, where was I? The um, right. So you, because you don't consume podcasts, you think listening to. I have a little bit. Right, but but you don't. Yeah, but you don't listen to podcasts of two doofuses uh, sitting around shooting the shit. But uh, that's ridiculous. I know. Why, I know. Why would, but why would I? Why would I waste my time? Well, shut up and let me explain it to you. Well, well, well then. Fine. Are you ready? Fine. Fine. I won't speak again for, so, <laughs> for the rest of our time. Go ahead. So uh, a lot of a lot of people have time during their day where they spend it alone and bored. For example, uh, for example, people that have a commute where you have a 45 minute commute where you're, in the, you're in the car and you're you could you could listen to. Uh, uh-huh. m- music or something, uh-huh. but you could also listen to to other people who are just having fun, and you sort of feel like you're there at the bar, with, sitting at their table, uh, you know, enjoying what is what is being said. Uh, not that that applies to us, but uh, you know, there are some podcasts that are good about that. Uh, and well, uh, hello. Would you like to address our? our would, are you addressing listener one or listener two? No, this is a new listener. Listener three. Holy shit! Welcome. This is a listener who's driving to Kansas. We see you. And this listener is bored out of his mind. We're with you. We're in the car with you. Some things we say will make you chuckle. Others may make you mad, but we're with you for the entire trip. Stay firm. Stay awake. Stay with us. Keep your eyes on the road. Very good. Very good. Keep your eyes on the road. And when you roll your eyes, do it quickly so you can get your eyes back on the road. Chew gum. Good. Wait, do, we, do we have a gum sponsor yet? Always dart your eyes from the left side of the road to the right side of the road. 
and chew gum, you'll be safe. Okay. We're going to extend this podcast another three and a half hours to get this dude home, man. This one guy, our third listener who's driving from Buffalo, New York to Kansas to get home God, poor, for Easter. Poor bastard. Well, he's fucked either way. Where it comes from, he's going. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're with him. It's, you know, he doesn't know why he's even going home, do you, man? You wonder why you're going home. You're wondering why does this all matter. You're wondering how come you're so insignificant. But you know what? We're insignificant, too, with you. You're, you're driving Three little dot. across this pale blue dot. Yeah. For, for, for what? For what, really? Yes, for what? For what? Turn, you could turn around and go home. And you know what? Nothing would change. We'd still be here. You're halfway there now. Yeah. And you wonder, how do I know that? Listen, dude, I know it. I'm in your head, in the car. It's a blue Chevy with beat-up leather seats. Yeah. 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 And oh, by the way, you better start thinking about getting some gas. Uh -huh. Oh, no. Yeah, this so dude is shocked, man. I, I nailed him. That, this is our man. This is our guy. Our third listener. That's what you call the, the law of large numbers, but uh, it doesn't work with small numbers. Like, oh. if, if we had 50,000 listeners, you could guess that someone is in Kansas or driving in Kansas right now as they're listening. But as our third listener, that's a long shot. But hey, man, I mean, do, is, 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 his, is his name Gary or, or what? You don't. You're, first of all, I don't want to get into his name, but first of all, you're missing the boat by a wide margin. You don't. This isn't. I'm not. Pre, I'm not playing some kind of predictability game here. I'm sitting here, and this guy comes into my mind like a plane traveling overhead. Yes. And I know he's in a blue Chevy with beat up leather seats. It isn't like this isn't a matter of faith, you know, man. This isn't spiritual. This is observation. I feel him. I see him. I touch him. Feel me. Touch me. Okay. Heal me. Right? That's it. Okay. That's it. You got to get with it. How come you, you got to get with it? Search. Search. Your perspective, your existence. The dude in the Chevy. You'll find him. And there'll be three of us. Not him. This is still a lopsided. Not good. Oh, wait, wait, no. I see him. He's right there in Google Maps. Yeah. There he goes. Slow down, man. There's, there's a cop up ahead. <laughs> uh, good. Now you're with it. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we have happy hour anyway. We might as well have happy hour with a couple extra people. That's the whole point. You're, we're sharing our joy and sometimes acknowledgement that we're all worthless dust. But, you know, <laughs> it's, all, it's all happy, man. Oh, hey. I saw Game of Thrones last night. Oh. Episode one. Wait, episode... Oh, my God. Episode one of... Season eight, episode one. Yeah. Welcome to the people... Welcome to the club of people that want to talk to me about this. Because uh, you don't care. Yeah. You don't know. It, was you it, don't care. Was it Duke versus... Uh, no, yeah. I, 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 watched, I watched a couple... I watched the first couple episodes, which are the... Which are the super 
mm, sexy, violent ones to get people hooked, and uh-huh. then they dial that shit back and try and try and tell stories. But there were so many characters, and I just couldn't bring myself to care. Uh, yeah. But Lord knows, well, uh, the rest of the world does. So if you have an, well, a, an read, opinion or a, uh, by all uh, means, prognosticate about uh, who's going to die this season, well, because just, just by way of background, I read five thousand pages, the entire Game of Thrones literature. Yeah. Prior to it coming out in anticipation, not having had any idea who George Martin was or any of it. Right. But I moved, I went from a job job to being private uh, business person. And, had some and I had, I took, I took a, a three month break. Right. And said, I'm not working. I'm going to just take a vacation. Yep. And I read all 5,000 pages. So it's a little different. Oh, for sure. If you're if you're super invested in that and in, in that way, and and Lord knows all of the all of the people on the internet that are they want to get super nerdy about it, I'll say. Well, oh, that's, well, yeah, well I, that's, read, I read all of the. Uh, oh yeah, that, that's, but, yeah. That's, that's, so anyway, I mean, uh, that, do you have an opinion? I I don't I don't care well, one way or the other, but only, maybe our only that only that a couple of things. Maybe those will get our fourth listener. Number one is that when. Uh, Jon Snow finally kissed uh, Khaleesi. It was like he was kissing his sister. There was no passion. There was no excitement. I don't. It seemed to be kissing kissing her closed mouth. And I wanted to say, "What are you fucking, Cary Grant? What is this, 1959?" But there was passionless. And I saw. So, so this is a somewhere. this is a complaint. This is a complaint yes. that uh, that. The acting was was shit. Oh no! Well, like it, it should have, no. it, or the director, or whatever. It should have no. been. It should have been more. It no. should have been more important, but it wasn't. There, no, no, no. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know that it's about acting, but let me tell you why. I'm not quite sure. So, if two actors have a spark because there's a mutual attraction that comes across on the screen, I'm not sure that any amount of acting can actually fake a spark. Maybe it can, but I don't think so. Wow. So there's either a spark or there's not a spark. And this was like two fucking wooden poles touching each other at the top third of the pole where their lips ought to be. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's an image for you, right? How to post lean, I don't know, leaning poles. <laughs> They're not going in the ground very well. Maybe they're laying on the ground. I don't know. But so that's one thing. The other thing is this. Khaleesi, the queen, one of the queens, driving on her horse to Winterfell to join in the big battle of the dead who are coming across the wall. And she realizes the people who are greeting her don't like her. Mm-hmm. And they're northerners and they are stubborn and they don't trust anyone, whatever. Fucking Yankees. And, she, and <laughs> that's right. And. I don't know exactly what she says, but one of the things that happens is two dragons fly overhead, right? These two enormous dragons. Yeah. Two of the three in the world. Her third, which was killed and then brought back to life by the dead on the other wall, and now they have a dragon, too. It's very cool. Like our third listener? But but here's my point. Well, we lost Paul, but now we got, we've got five new listeners. Holy shit. They're, because they're, they're Game of Thrones nerds. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, oh my God, this is the point. 
She's riding her horse. The dragons fly overhead. And she looks what? Smug. Did she look up at the dragons like you looking up at the airplanes and thinking like, whoa, man. No, she kind of. She well, should have. She kind of. She kind of like was, well, <laughs> they can feel how they want about me, but I have my dragons. <laughs> and, and this look on her face was sort of like a high school kid in a cafeteria where everybody's eating the cafeteria food, but she brings in a gigantic piece of chocolate cake that her mother made. And she looks around the room with a fork in her hand, and that look she has that says like, Oh, well, I guess it's just fucking great to be me. Yeah. I've got this big piece of cake. That's smug. This is about the dragons. I like it. Of all the 10,000 similes that have been made about Game of Thrones, I bet th- I bet that's a unique one, that she was, uh, she was well, like a kid in the cafeteria with her chocolate cake. But hold on, I have a question. Right. I have a question. Uh, in my limited under- understanding... Hold my, on. <laughs> what do you mean, hold on? Where am I going to go? Hold on. I mean, grab Don't take that other call. Grab under your chair. Grab under your chair. Things are going to start to... Things are going to move now. Uh, So the... It's my limited understanding from internet memes that you're talking about the blonde gal that controls all the dragons. Uh, It occurs to me, why, if she can control dragons, is she riding a horse? Can you not ride a dragon? Why wouldn't you just be up oh, there? Oh, yeah, she rides a dragon, but it's not its not for, you know, cross-country travel. It's, it's a trip. In this episode... Oh, so this, uh, is, this, is, this is like if you don't take an airplane to go four blocks, you take... No, you don't, you don't take a rocket ship to go across town. I mean, but if you're in, you ride a dragon because you're in battle or you want to have the ride of your life, but it isn't like, hey... I suppose you could say, "Hey, come on! I want to come up. I want I want to go four miles up the road. I got to get some groceries." I don't know. You want to piss off a dragon, and they're big. I mean, so where do you park it when you go in the store? I mean, where do you land? So what if what if the dragon gets hungry and you know sets the whole fucking store on fire and to get the, to get the meat, right? The ham, and so, the chickens, and the turkeys, and the I'm sorry, I, I, I understood that she was riding a horse in the same direction and her dragons were flying overhead. Yes. As if you were riding in a car and your fighter jets were going overhead. Uh, yeah. So she's... Uh, well, well, here. Here's the thing. The fighter jets is good. Are That's dragons right. are more like fighter jets than helicopters? Is that... Oh, without yeah. exception. She, she, though, isn't just, an, you know, the standard by. She is the head of the armed services. Right. So those those jets are accompanying her, right. heading to war. So the dragons, the most serious killing machine in the history of their world and our world, well, assuming I don't, as I don't know about I history, do, right. sure you do, the dragons did roam the earth, breathing fire and killing sheep, eating them uh, back in the day. I do like a good uh, fried sheep. So, so ridiculous. So the okay. So it's it's more about that she wants to get there at the same time as the army that's traveling with her. She's presumably she has an entourage behind her. Oh, ahead of her? No, not ahead of her. Behind, behind her? Behind her? I said. Behind her, mile. But mile. yeah, but she doesn't want to get there like lickety split like with the with the dragon. 
to like like a oh. fighter. You don't want to get you don't want to take the fighter jet to your to your destination, and then and then you then have the tanks be like four hours behind you. You want to be at the, going at the she's, pace of the tanks. She's leading her army to war. Uh, that the army is behind her. I got it. Got it? That's like the um, Oompa Loompas in uh, the Chocolate Factory. Don't they have a song? It's actually actually the Flying Monkeys from A Wizard of Oz. Yeah. It's actually the army that is marching as the Flying Monkeys, who are in the same army, are flying overhead. And the soldiers are marching. And they're chanting, as soldiers do. Mm-hmm. And what they're saying is oddly about a cookie. And yeah. we don't know why. That's weird. Oreo. 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 That's, so it goes on a while. So you want me to keep going? <laughs> Oreo. Oreo. Yeah, we need to fill another 30 it's... minutes. If you can keep going, that'd be, that'd be good. The flying monkeys. It, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of uh, interesting things about uh, w- how we remember uh, movies. Like, I'm pretty sure in The Wizard of Oz, she never says "fly, my pretties," but everyone thinks that that's like what what she says, you know, when she's throwing the, the monkeys out. Uh, but my, I want to I want to go back. I want to pivot around sure. to ask if the flying monkeys were indeed spider monkeys. No, no, they were not. They were not. Because spiders don't fly. They were not. Spider, no. Spider monkeys are too gangly to fly. Their wings would have to be so huge because their tails are so long that it would be hard to imagine. But no, they're not spider monkeys. They're, in fact... Why, why are you so mean to spider monkeys? I mean... Mean? I mean, Why does it mean they're gangly? <laughs> they're gangly. I'm not. It's a fact. Okay. I lived with them for years. Oh, right. When you were a child, when you were raised by spider monkeys. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but I, 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 I you know, there was a time in my life when I there was that one lived with the spider monkeys in the trees of yeah. Africa. I haven't talked a lot about it. It's odd, as you can imagine, how it happened, well, yeah. how I went from, from there to here doing a podcast and moving into a new house that needs a lot of renovation. I mean, it's, it's a wonderment. It's a wonderment. I mean, even then, even then it wasn't like I didn't have a care in the world. You know what I was worried about? I was worried about the vines, the trees, how many spider monkeys there were, where they were when they were late. Right. We'd have these big gatherings for dinner. Some of them wouldn't show up on time. We worry about that. And then sometimes they'd come and they'd bring friends and there wouldn't be enough food. We worry about that. And so, so these in, fucking in, spider monkeys can eat. They can eat, man. It's so unbelievable. In in your in your opinion, are spider are spider monkeys punctual or ugh, do they tend to go on their own time? Like uh, I don't know, Brazilians. Well, so here 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 you go again. All right, it's not. I want a uh, class. I want a, a universal. I, it's not a universal group. Spider monkeys aren't any different than us. I want a some generalization late, right about a whole <laughs> race of monkeys. Oh, it's not. A race of monkeys. It's it's a species. Okay. 
<laughs> I may be I may be wrong about that, but I know it's not a race, even in my world where I live with them, supposedly. Right. Well, <laughs> well, you know. I mean, they may be they may be gangly, all... but no, no, they're gangly. Okay. What? What do you mean they may be? You... That's just you your opinion, man. No, you're no, no. Bring a picture up of them and look at them, and you'll see they're, they're gangly. You know, and in a beautiful way. In a beautiful oh, way. Oh, way, way, way to turn it. They're the Jimmy. They're a Jimmy Stewart of the Simpium Kingdom. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. They're lovely in their gangliness. They're lovely that they're 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 out of proportion. I mean, if you, in fact, do this. So you this. you you must. They, yeah. they must have. They must have thought you were one. Uh, you know, robust. Fellow, uh, well, I or, or were I, you gangly back then when you were no. jumping around in the trees? Well, I was gangly. I was gangly. I I grew seven inches in less than a year. So, at one point, the biggest part of my body was my right elbow. It was, it was, it was by definition, gangly. I mean, but it was the only. See, my elbow grew first, and then the rest of me caught up. Did you ever hear that? The feet first, and the rest you catch up, or the head, and then the rest you catch up. This was my right elbow, hmm. so that was gangly. Um, I mean, I, I do have situations where I where I'm walking somewhere and my feet get there first, and then and then the rest of me. And other times when I'm thinking, and then my head gets there first, and then then the rest of me. But uh, uh, it. Uh, so, but I've never been. Well, so gangly. You consider gangly to be a, a compliment, then. No, not necessarily. It, case, it depends yes. on your species. Here, 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 here if, you if, go again. Trying to force me into a generalization. I may, I may have, I may use the word one way today and another way tomorrow. Okay, I'm flexible on most things. Language, flexible. Right. And you know what? I don't care what the word is supposed to mean. I mean, I, when I use the word, it means what I mean it to me. If you, it's my right. As a human being on the planet, I can do what I, I want. I say what I mean, language. and I mean what I say. A hundred percent salmon all the way. No, that's not right. <laughs> no, but it rhymes, so it must be true. <laughs> there's a there's a huge. Doctor Right. There's a huge there's a huge thing in uh, in in Spain where uh, where anytime any relatively common human experience comes up someone will say oh there's a refrain about that it uh you say what you mean you mean, mean what you say and there's no other way or uh, or whatever and whatever right and it, and it always rhymes and and people and everyone everyone that hears it hears it it's like yeah yeah that's that's what my grandfather used to say yeah there's no questioning of does that make any sense but there's this very there's very much the sense of if it, if it rhymes it must be true uh because you know you know you know what that reminds me of? Anywho. Same thing. Anywho. From your grandparents, it rhymes. Same thing. It rhymes with, so, I'm going to the loo. Anywho. Or, uh, let's, I need some more tobacco to chew. Anywho. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's all, it's all good. You're on a roll now, man. You're on a roll now. We're picking up listeners left and right on that on that bit of cleverness there. Keep and going with that. The next listener Keep. could be you, anywho. 
We just lost the guy on his way to Kansas. Oh, shit. Did, did he just he, lost did, did he have an accident or did he uh, turn the no, channel? No, he's, he's like, he's fuck, fuck this shit. Yeah. He's sick of us. This, this last thing we talked about, he didn't like. Well, maybe, oh, well. Maybe, his, maybe his mother is named Annie Who or something. <laughs> you know? He's, he's, he's little Bobby Who. And he's tired of people talking about his mother, Annie. Bobby Who. Little Bobby Who. That's yep. who it was. Oh, well. All right. He's gone. Farewell. Hope you make it to Kansas. To the Who family well, reunion. I've got to tell you, my friend. i got to go. 650. So you're, uh, oh, hold on. I want to do a quick recap on uh, the status of your wrist. It's looking pretty good. Oh. There's, I'm, I don't even have my yeah. splint on. Please show it to the camera for our listeners. He's unwrapping like a mummy. Oh, my God. Like he's, de- he's, 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 he's been dead inside this whole time. Uh, and there's a scar. That's a tiny little scar. Well, it goes from here to here. As, as all things do. Eight stitches. Eight <laughs> stitches. Anyway, it's yeah. all right. I, I can't. I can't make a fist. I mean, I can't the, bend my fingers. I can do this. See this? Oh, that's that's obscene, Dennis. I'm not going to display that for our listeners. Don't stop stop doing that. Yeah, I mean, it goes from here to here. Is you know, you could say that about the Great Wall of Every, China. Everything. Yeah. Everything, in fact, like you said. It it, it everything it, does. If you've enjoyed what you just heard, you can support us by telling a friend or sharing us on social media. All our episodes are available on our website, happyhour.fm. You can tweet at us at happyhour.fm. That's with a D-O-T spelled out, happyhour, D-O-T-F-M. Or you can send us email at the same name, happyhourdotfm at gmail.com. Also, it would be great if you could give us a positive rating on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.